Hey friends, it's Friday. Welcome to Friday. You made it through another week. You made it through another month. It's the last day of June. I can't believe it. We have a great, great weekend planned at Emmanuel. I can't wait to finish the second half of Loved Enough to Be a Branch. That's where we left off uh, Sunday. Loved Enough to Be a Branch. In the first service, I got further. I got through three points. In the second service, I only got through two. So I got to make sure I keep that uh, in mind. But um, we are going to dive back into John 13, 14, and 15 and grow. And so join us and pray for a great weekend. And then I hope that next week you have a wonderful July 4th. We will continue our study through the week, uh, through Psalms. I'll probably take, um, let me think, today's Friday. I'll probably, no, you know what? We'll press, we'll press on through the week. We'll do enough for today, every day next week. Um, and then don't forget, July the 10th, we're switching the format a little bit over to uh, YouTube, and um, we're going to set up a dedicated channel. We hope you'll subscribe, track along with it. Uh, It will give me the ability not only to continue enough for today, but to expand the offering and to do some other things that we pray that God will use to bring souls to himself. Um, And so you pray that that transition will go smoothly. Don't sweat it. Uh, We're going to do everything we've been doing. We're going to continue through Psalms. We got 51 more psalms to do and at the rate we're going it's gonna that's probably a year and a half okay and then we're going to pick another bible book um, or uh, some other track and keep growing together keep meditating keep letting god shape us i so love doing this with you and i'm so thankful you would take the journey so um, reach out and grab a friend bring them along to the youtube channel subscribe and let's pray that god will develop the community and more than that advance his kingdom in these last days. So many people are looking for hope and truth, and I'm coming to find out they're looking for it on Google and YouTube, amazingly. And so let's go there, and let's be there, and uh, let's make sure that they can find the gospel uh, as the Lord would have it. So we read Psalm 81 yesterday. We laid the foundation. This is a psalm of celebration during a feast. It's it, There's a bit of regret in this feast. There's some instruction in this feast. It seems to me that this came late in the history of the nation. This may have even been um, written uh, between the Testaments. So during the time of, uh, eg- of uh, post-exile before Jesus, um, we don't really have a timeline on it, but um, it just seems to me that the psalmist is aware of the journey of Israel and they're turning away from God. So maybe it, maybe it was written right before exile, maybe it was written during exile, longing for the feasts again and kind of like wistfully remembering maybe it was written when the people returned and they were restoring uh, things and rebuilding the temple Um, but it is a song about probably the feast of tabernacles festival of tents and so um, let me take a minute and talk to you I, I did this yesterday but I'll expand a little bit the people in the fall in October our month of October they would gather, they come from all over the world. And three times a year, um, the people were called back to Jerusalem to worship God, especially the males, okay? Now, they would bring their families, and they would come three times a year. They'd make their pilgrimage. They would journey up to Jerusalem. Jerusalem's in the hills. And no matter where, which direction you're coming from, you're coming up to Jerusalem. So the Bible of, often says they went up to Jerusalem. It doesn't mean they went north. It means they went up in elevation. So they're coming from all over the known world, 
and all over the nation itself. Uh, some of them would sail across the Mediterranean into uh, Caesarea, and then they would go up into Jerusalem. Some of them would come from the northern part of the kingdom uh, up, up into Samaria and Galilee and Dan and even further north, Sy- modern-day Syria, modern-day Lebanon, modern-day Turkey. Um, that some of them would come from the e- uh, east, which would be Jordan or the eastern part of the country. Some would come from the south, which would be the Sinai Desert. Um, so they would gather, they would regather. It was a national family reunion at the feet of God at the Temple Mount. They would bring food. They would bring musical instruments. They would bring their families. They would travel in as villages and they would anticipate all the way. They would make this pilgrimage. They would sing psalms, the Psalms of Ascent, uh, somewhere around Psalm 113-ish and forward. There's a section of psalms called Psalms of Ascent. Those are the psalms they would sing on their journey, their pilgrimage. It's all a beautiful picture of the gospel. It's all a beautiful picture of our journey that we are on a pilgrimage to the city of God. We're marching to Zion, as the song says, and it's an uphill climb. And by the way, if you understand the twisting, winding road to Jerusalem, it's a dusty, rocky climb. And it would have been up and down and up and down, and there would have been watering holes and oases along the way and places to stop and refresh. But much of the journey would have just been one foot in front of the other, two and a half, three miles an hour, moving forward. And this is a picture of life. Life is, uh, there's a lot of highs in life, there's a lot of lows in life, but most of life is just one foot in front of the other, today continuing to march, move forward, continuing to follow Jesus, one step at a time, one day at a time, strength upon strength, um, and God gives us the manna we need for today. God gives us the strength we need for today. He gives us the grace we need for today. We don't need to worry too much about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of the things of itself. That's the whole purpose of this podcast. Enough for today. God gives us enough. He gives us enough strength, enough sustenance. He protects us and carries us through today. We worry so much about tomorrow's problems, but Jesus said, let tomorrow take care of itself. The problems of today are sufficient to themselves and God's going to sustain you. So this pilgrimage, we are on a pilgrimage and it means we put one foot in front of the other one day at a time. We take the journey. It means God is active in our mundane, uh, repetitive aspects of life. We're following him. Uh, It means that we're making progress. It, It means that it's uphill. It's arduous. It means that there's hope. There's a destination. In fact, those who know Jesus are predestined to be transformed, conformed to the image of Jesus. You will not always struggle as a believer. You will not always have doubt. You will not always have fear and worry and anxiety. You will not always have family problems or work struggles or financial financial problems. You will not always have uh, these burdens that you're carrying through life. You will arrive on schedule, in the presence of God, at the city of God, and you will celebrate, you'll be welcomed home at the marriage supper of the Lamb, the feast of God, the feast of all feasts. Jesus said, I won't have this supper until you're with me in the kingdom. And he will gird himself, and he will serve you this feast, and he will welcome you home. So this feast of tabernacles, all the feasts of God, the Passover, they're all foreshadowing events. They're all events telling us God is a celebrator. He's a celebratory God. He's a generous God. He's a lavish God. Remember when Jesus fed the 5,000? Everybody was full. There's still 12 baskets left over. He's not poor. 
He's not restrained. He is abundance, and he's going to lavish us with abundance. And so he called his people to celebrate, and so he does us. Now, I was asked recently, why don't we celebrate the Jewish feast? The New Testament church did not have to. They were never instructed that they had to. In fact, they were told that they didn't have to. And so the feast never really carried forward in the Gentile world. But that doesn't mean we don't celebrate and worship to God. It doesn't mean we don't still feast. In fact, uh, if you look at our calendar, Thanksgiving, Christmas, Resurrection Weekend, Easter celebration, um, and and kind of uh, Memorial Day and July 4th, they almost match the Jewish feasts. So I realize that's a stretch because all of those holidays mean different things to different people. But if you're a believer, you give thanks to God at Thanksgiving. You celebrate the, the God made flesh at Christmas, the incarnation. You celebrate the resurrection and the gospel at Resurrection Weekend. And, um, and, and, and then going forward to the summer, you, you, you celebrate family and uh, you renewal. So the, the purposes of God's feast and celebration and worship and renewal and refreshing they, they do carry forward somewhat in our kind of our modern practice. But as a believer, we can, we can understand that these times of rest, renewal, celebration, feasting, worship are, uh, are truly a reflection of the heart of God. With all that foundation laid, understanding the heart of God, the journey of the people, um, the foreshadowing of the ultimate feast in heaven, and that God is a happy God. Um, look, look at verse one, sing aloud unto God, our strength, make a joyful noise unto the God of Jacob. Now I'm going to talk more about this tomorrow. I've taken too much time today. Sing aloud unto God, our strength, make a joyful noise unto the God of Jacob. On some level, you can do this every day in your own life. You can do this on a bike ride or a walk or driving in the car and you should. Worship should be a habit of your heart. But then when you come in on Sunday, um, this should be you. We should sing aloud. We should make a joyful noise because God is our strength. We have something, we have someone to celebrate and our hearts should genuinely explode with love. None of this passive, half-hearted, you know, checking my watch, checking my phone, Uh, you know, kind of half in, half out kind of idea. I mean, the worship time, we should be on time. We should be early, get coffee, get a donut, come in, get your heart ready, sit down, stand up and sing out and make a joyful noise because this is the heart of God. This This is what pleases him. And so I invite you two days from now to step into Sunday service and sing out and do exactly what this song says. I might even start this, start Sunday service with this verse. We'll see. By the way, we're going to have the kids in with us on Sunday. So we're going to have a good time this Sunday. I hope you'll pray for a great weekend. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you for um, learning about our happy, joyful, celebratory God. Have a great Friday. We'll see you Sunday or Monday.